David James, it's Greco from South Carolina. What is going on? I knew you guys did all the Buck stuff already, but uh, what a glorious Super Bowl win. I love it. I absolutely love it. So check it out. I got a question. What about Donovan Smith? Can we extend Donovan Smith? Would that save us with the cap or anything? Just want to know. One more thing. Compensatory picks. If some of the guys, you know, we can't sign, go and sign somewhere else, do we get compensatory picks? Let me know, guys. Thanks again. Go Buck. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, flying solo on this episode, but you can find everything that I am doing as well as my regular co-host David Harrison over at BucksNation.com. And make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation would like to welcome in all of our returning listeners, as well of all as all of our new listeners. Please, while you're here, hammer that subscribe button, and if you feel so inclined, leave a five star review and help other Buccaneers fans find us. Like to give a big shout out and thank you to Greco. It's been a long time since we've heard from Greco. It was great to hear from you. Some great stuff in that voicemail, and I'm going to split this up just a little bit. And fair warning. This might be my shortest solo episode ever because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've I've opened up to you guys. You know, I feel like, you know, we're just we're part of each other's lives at this point. I'm exhausted. I was up at three o'clock in the morning for work. I did not get a nap today. It is currently 820 p.m. Uh, and yeah, I'm just wiped out. I'm wiped out, everyone running all over the place with my son's hockey. He's now playing for two different teams, getting ready to start training camp for a third team. That's a long story, but I'm I'm, I'm tired. So I'm glad Greco called in. He gave me a couple of things to talk about. And then in segment three, we are going to touch on the J.J. Watt news and how, uh, you know, how that could affect the Buccaneers. And then coming up on tomorrow's episode, this is what we like to call a teaser, David and I, are going to dive into a conversation about Shaquille Barrett and how this J.J. Watt news might affect that. So this J.J. Watt thing going to Arizona is going to have a trickle-down effect for a lot of teams, but how specifically is it going to affect your beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers? But Grico, let's go ahead and start things off here, buddy, with your question about the compensatory picks. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I know how they come up with the compensatory picks, because it is a crazy formula that the NFL has created to decide who gets these compensatory picks. We have a general understanding, but nobody really knows exactly how the formula works. We can use our best guesses, our best projections, but compensatory picks are awarded to teams in rounds three through seven based on a league formula that takes into account the following criteria for players who left the team to sign elsewhere as free agents, average salary per year, snap count, and postseason awards. Now, with that said, currently over at NFL.com, writer Lance Zerline has done projected compensatory picks for the 2021 draft. Now, the 2021 draft are the compensatory picks for free agent signings in 2020. 
20. So the Buccaneers are currently projected to get a sixth round compensatory pick. The key free agents that they lost were Carl Nassib to the Las Vegas Raiders and Brashad Perryman to the New York Jets. The key free agent addition was Tom Brady, of course. Zerline says Brady's big contract will cancel out the top free agent departure, which was Carl Nassib, leaving just a sixth round compensatory pick likely to be awarded for the loss of Brashad Perryman. Now, I know what you're asking yourself. Well, Tom Brady's not the only free agent that they signed. They signed Leonard Fournette. They signed Antonio Brown. They signed Ryan Suckup. I understand all of that, but those do not factor in to the equation. Leonard Fournette was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They did not lose him to free agency. He was let go. That does not play in to the compensatory pick formula. Ryan Suckup, you know, he didn't have a team. You know, it, it, the Titans had already moved on, um, and, and he was signed late into training camp. That does not play into the formula. Antonio Brown, he was cut from the Patriots in 2019, then suspended by the NFL. He was signed midway through the season. Does not play in to the compensatory pick formula. So the only one that plays into it is Tom Brady. So the Buccaneers will have a late-round compensatory pick because of the signing of Rashad Perryman. Now, if you see Levante David, who the Cleveland Browns have expressed interest in, you can check out that story at BucksNation.com, written up by our uh, fearless leader, Gil Garcia. If Levante David were to walk in free agency, Shaq Barrett, Chris Godwin, those kinds of players, that's going to play into the formula. Those guys are going to get big money contracts. And if the Bucks don't counter that with a free agent signing of their own, they're going to get one of the higher compensatory picks for one of those players. Um, obviously, we don't want to see that happen. We don't want to see Levante David or Chris Godwin or Shaq Barrett move on. But it is a very real situation, a very real possibility given the money situation. So with that... Uh, we are going to go ahead and head into our first break. And of course, if you want to try to uh, take a stab as to where you think Chris Godwin or Levante David or Shaq Barrett or Indomitian and Sue or any other free agent is going to be playing, there are probably some odds on that over with our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, use promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. February was, of course, Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of the black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints discuss holding space and the balance of discussing blackness in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Greco, we're going to dive into the second 
or actually it was the first part of your question in your voicemail to open things up. And that is the conversation revolving around Donovan Smith. Look, here's the deal. You absolutely can save money. Add a little bit of cap space if you are able to sign Donovan Smith to an extension. And honestly, I think that is very, very much on the table for both sides. Donovan Smith is coming up on his final year of his contract where he is going to get $14.25 million. Actually, it's going to be $17.25. He had $3 million of his 2020 salary deferred to 2021. So he's going to make 17.25, but his cap hit is $14.25 million. Now, if you want to save some money, you want to convert, say, four or five of that into a signing bonus. You can convert that and spread it out later on, but you have to sign him to an extension first. You can't spread out money over years that he is not under contract for. And I know a lot of people still somehow, some way are in the get rid of Donovan Smith. We can find a better left tackle camp. Look, here's the deal. Donovan Smith is making a very affordable sum at the most important offensive line position. He's not making top dollar, but he's he's not dirt cheap either. If you have a dirt cheap left tackle, guess what? You don't have a left tackle. Left tackles are expensive for a reason because they are the ones protecting the blind side of your franchise. And Donovan Smith, for all his faults, for all his struggles, even early on in the 2020 season, showed such drastic improvement over the course of the 2020 season. He not only should get an extension to free up some cap space, he earned an extension to free up some cap space for the Bucks, but also get himself a little bit more money. He earned that. I don't understand some of these people that I've seen in in fan groups and on social media talking about you can find a better left tackle in the draft. You can sign a better left tackle in free agency for a cheaper amount. Really? Really, you can. You know what the left tackle market looks like in free agency right now? Let's let's run down a list of a couple people. You got Russell Okun from the Carolina Panthers, 33 years old. Jason Peters from the Philadelphia Eagles, 39 years old. Cam Robinson, 26 years old, down there in Jacksonville. Mm, that's not an upgrade. Kelvin Beecham, 32 years old. Sam Young, 34 years old. Dakota Dozier, 30. Julian Davenport in Miami. He's 26, but, you know, He's not starting. He's he's not a, a, a upgrade over Donovan Smith. Let's take a look at a couple of the big name left tackles on the open market. Trent Williams, who San Francisco just traded for, 33 years old. Estimated market value from Track of $18.2 million. So you're getting older and more expensive. Alejandro Villanueva out of Pittsburgh, great left tackle, 33 years old. 
Estimated market value, $16.5 million per year. You're getting older and you're getting more expensive. These are your options in free agency for those that say, oh, you can sign somebody that's better. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, Trent Williams may be better than Donovan Smith right now today, but what, you're going to get him for two years, then you're right back at square one? You're right back in the situation where you have to find a left tackle? Donovan Smith improved his game enough to not only garner an extension, but he earned that. How people can say that you know left tackles are easy to replace in the NFL is beyond me. Name somebody who the Buccaneers could draft at 32 that immediately comes in and is an upgrade over Donovan Smith. You know the guys that are going to be an upgrade over Donovan Smith at left tackle that are going to be drafted next month? Maybe, maybe Swell out of Oregon, who's probably going to go to the Bengals and help protect Joe Burrow. Maybe. Other than that, you're taking the same roll of the dice that you took with Donovan Smith in the second round all those years ago. You're playing that same game of left tackle Russian roulette where you don't know for sure if this guy is going to pan out or not. Donovan Smith wasn't a can't-miss prospect, but he showed enough of having the skill set to be able to be a starting left tackle in the NFL. And after the season that he just had, after this playoff run, that we just witnessed how people can continue to disparage what Donovan Smith has been able to do, the improvements that he has shown, the way this offensive line has gelled together and formed one of the better units in the National Football League just continues to boggle my mind. You have a top Five, yes, top five offensive line in the NFL with Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, and Tristan Wirfs. And that brings on the next discussion. These people talking about, well, why don't you just transition Tristan Wirfs over to the left side and you then you can replace him on the right side? How do we know that Tristan Wirfs is going to be able to play at an elite level like he did his rookie year if he moves to the left. It's not that simple. It's not that simple to go from one side of the offensive line to the other, which makes what Ali Marpet has done throughout his career all the more impressive. He has played all three of the interior positions of that offensive line, and I would say, I I don't know from experience, because I was not an offensive lineman in, in the years that I played football before I was, you know, sidelined for my career with a, a back surgery. But I would imagine it's a little bit easier to transition from, say, right guard to left guard than it is to transition from right tackle to left tackle. Donovan Smith has the most difficult job along that offensive line. Every left tackle unless you have a left-handed quarterback, every left tackle in the NFL has the hardest job of the offensive line. You are going against every single team's number one guy. It's like being a number one corner in the NFL. 
Carlton Davis got roasted early in his career for how quote-unquote bad he is. He's going against Julio and Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins and T.Y. Hilton. You know, back when, when T.Y. Was, was still the number one guy in Indianapolis, who knows where he's going to be. That's a whole other story. You all saw the tweet. It's so, so difficult to find a starting left tackle that plays to the caliber that Donovan Smith has shown and has played in these past few years. And he he gets grief, and I get it. It's frustrating. And for those of you that, that listened to the Pewtercast Awards or, or watched it on Sunday night, you know, David and I were on there. It was Brent Allen's final show. Tip of the hat to Brent for everything he's done for the Buccaneers fan community. And, and really creating something unique to to the pewter cast and to him and to his style and bringing in and ran but I, I'm not going to continue to ramble about that but Ren was talking about how when he did his voting for these awards he voted for Joe Gilbert for coach of the year for what he did with this offensive line and he did he did an absolutely phenomenal job we saw how how bad this offensive line had been for the past few years and and something else I think it was Ren that brought it up it might have been Brent they mentioned the difference in the offense how many times did Donovan Smith end up giving up a sack because Jameis or Ryan Fitzpatrick you know they were holding on to the ball too long you know, at some point you got to throw it away. If nobody's open, you either got to run with it or throw it away. And these guys would hold the ball for four, five, six seconds. Then they were getting sacked. That's not Donovan's fault. That wasn't Demar Dotson's fault. That wasn't Jensen or Alley's fault. It was the fault of the quarterback not getting rid of the football. So you see, in an offense where they're getting rid of the football, where there is that internal clock, you're not asking your offensive line to block these elite level pass rushers for five or six seconds at a time. It's the same thing when you don't, we we've heard it for years, people complaining about the Buccaneers not having a good enough pass rush. You know, Oh, the secondary's terrible. They're giving up all these yards. They're giving up all these points. Well, when the quarterback has five or six seconds to get rid of the ball, there's only so much you can do against DeAndre Hopkins or Adam Thielen before they end up beating you because they have all the time in the world. So, long answer to your question, Greco. Yes. Yes, the Buccaneers can save some money by giving Donovan Smith a contract extension, and that is 1,000% what they should do. David has talked about it time and time again that you can't keep changing out players in and out of this offensive line year after year after year. These guys have to become a unit that trusts and understand each other and what they are doing. They have to trust that the guy on either side of them is doing their job. And the Bucs got lucky. They got really, really lucky when Aaron Stinney stepped in for Alex Kappa after that injury, and they didn't miss a beat. But that's not the, the rule. That's the exception. 
You keep swapping these guys in and out all the time. There's no cohesion. There's no unity. These guys then have to spend all this time learning each other, learning tendencies, learning trust. The Buccaneers need to keep this offensive line as intact as possible for as long as they can. Ryan Jensen is another guy whose contract is coming up. This is the final year of his deal when he signed that big free agent contract with the Bucs a few years ago. He's a guy, again, you can save some money by giving him an extension, and that's something the Bucs will want to do anyway. But this hate for Donovan Smith, you know, and, and I'm not saying that any of our listeners are doing this, but Greco opened the door. You guys know how I am. If David's not here to rein me in, I'm going to stand on my soapbox and I'm going to go on rants. The hate for Donovan Smith that is still out there today doesn't make any sense. And again, I say, if you think you can replace him that easily with somebody walking the street or somebody entering the draft, give me names. Give me names of free agents that you can get that will not only upgrade the position, but aren't going to take money away from the other free agents that the Bucks have to go out and sign. Or give me the name of somebody that you can draft at 32 that is an immediate upgrade and a guaranteed starter at left tackle for the Buccaneers for the next five years. It's, it's real simple to say, oh, you can upgrade. Oh, you can upgrade. Give me a name. That's my challenge. If, if you're one of the people out there talking about how Donovan Smith still stinks and the Bucks need to get rid of him and save that $14.25 million, tell me exactly how that problem then gets solved. Because until then, it's a lot of chattering from armchair GMs that continue to show exactly why they are armchair GMs. Yeah, congratulations. You won another franchise mode in Madden. This isn't Madden. This is the real world. With that, let's head over to our final break of the day and give a big shout out to another one of our good friends. And look, the Bucks need to save some money. They need to create uh, you know, some salary cap space for their free agents. Bring back Godwin. Bring back Barrett, Sue, all those guys. And um, I don't know exactly what they're going to do to save money, but I know what you can do to save a little bit of money, and that is repair and maintain your own cars, and you can do that with our friends at rockauto.com. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? When you can head over to rockauto.com because those chain stores, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, just like airlines. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. I got myself some rubber floor mats. Yo, it's wintery here in Ohio, slush, snow, 
that turns into mud and dirt, and I don't want that on my carpet. Got some nice, nice rubber floor mats from our friends at rockauto.com. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And for some NFL teams, the games may be over, but the work is just beginning. Join Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak of Locked On NFL Draft Podcast every Tuesday as they start their Team Takeover Tuesday offseason series. Each week, they pick a new team, take a deep dive into potential front office and head coach signings, roster reviews, free agent strategies, and go through a team-centric mock draft. That's every Tuesday over at Locked On NFL Drafts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. As we wrap things up here, on the Locked On Bucks podcast, we take a look at this J.J. Watt signing by the Arizona Cardinals. And first off, raise your hand if you picked Arizona as the destination in the J.J. sweepstakes. Put your hand down. Not a single one of you did. That's baloney. You all know it. We were all talking the same thing. Maybe he takes a discount and comes to the Bucks. Maybe he takes a discount and goes home and helps Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers win a Super Bowl. Maybe he's going to go to the Buffalo Bills and he's going to go beat up on Tua. Maybe he's going to go join Tua and head down to the Miami Dolphins. Could you imagine him with the Indianapolis Colts there with DeForest Buckner on that defense? That would be epic. Joining Carson Wentz over there. They have a really good shot at winning their division. No, no, no. J.J. Watt goes to the Arizona Cardinals, which means Russell Wilson probably wants out of Seattle even more. Because he is facing J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones with an offensive line that he's already put on blast because they stink. You want to talk, go go watch Seattle's offensive line. Go watch their left tackle and tell me how much you don't like Donovan Smith, but I already did that part. So what does this J.J. Watt move mean for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, number one, first and foremost, that puts another team into the playoff conversation. The Buccaneers could have to contend with the Arizona Cardinals for a wild card spot in 2021. I know we all expect the Buccaneers to win the division. We don't know what the quarterback situation is like in New Orleans, but you're the defending Super Bowl champions. Why wouldn't you turn around and win the division the following year? But, but crazy things happen. And the Bucs were already competing with the Arizona Cardinals for a wild card spot down the stretch last year. And so the wheels started to fall off a little bit. Kyler Murray is an incredible young talent. I am more than willing to admit that I was wrong. I said I wouldn't have touched Kyler Murray with a 20-foot pole, but he has shown some incredible flashes and some outstanding athleticism as the Cardinals quarterback. He's reuniting with DeAndre Hopkins you know, they want to finish what they started. That's what Hop said on, it was either Instagram or Twitter, whatever it was. That is another team now in the mix for the NFC. And as, as you guys know how I feel about it, I said it every week for about three months 
All you got to do is get a ticket to the dance. Then anything can happen. So the Arizona Cardinals improve their playoff potential, their playoff possibilities with the addition of J.J. Watt. What else does that mean? Well, as we're going to dive into tomorrow, that's going to have some trickle-down effect to the Shaq Barrett sweepstakes. J.J. Watt signed a two-year, $31 million contract with $23 million guaranteed. So that is a guaranteed average annual value of $11.5 million, but a maximum value of $15.5 million per year. That means the number one pass rusher on the market, if the Bucs cannot lock him up before free agency begins two weeks from tomorrow, Shaq Barrett is that guy. And there's going to be a lot of people lining up trying to be the highest bidder for his services. You could take a look at Jadavion Clowney, but Clowney really didn't do much for the Titans last year, and he's kind of fallen off a little bit. Maybe Jadavion Clowney heads on down to Arizona, team back up with J.J. Watt. Those were the best years of his career. He was playing opposite of J.J. He was getting all kinds of one-on-one opportunities. But now, Clowney's got to be the man. And you guys know how I feel about Shaq Barrett. I love Shaq. I want him to come back. But I think that that pass rush starts and ends with the interior of Vita Vean and Dominic and Sue. But that's a little bit more of what we're going to get into tomorrow. David had a great write-up over at BucksNation.com about how this signing affects the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and look. I realize I was one of the people in the camp that said, J.J. Watt, you could probably get him for a third of the amount of money that Shaq Barrett is going to get. I, I I was floored. I was absolutely floored that that was the kind of money that Watt got. This is a guy that, you know, we, we've talked about it with the O.J. Howard conversation. This is a guy who has been injured a lot. That is a lot of guaranteed money and a lot of potential earnings for a guy that seems to be injured quite a bit, same time, he's still a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, and it makes the NFC as a whole, as a conference, that much stronger. But we're going to dive in to more of that with our Shaq Barrett conversation with David tomorrow. And don't forget, segment three of Wednesday's show is now Would You Rather Wednesday. We've already had some submissions and I want to I want to give you guys a disclaimer now. We're not going to get to all of the Would You Rather questions every single week. It's just you know, we only have a few minutes in segment 3. We're not going to be able to go through a lot of these. I'm sure some of them are going to take up more time than even we realize. But we're going to do our best to get to a lot of them. We're going to pick some of the ones that we like the best, some of the ones that are maybe the most out there, maybe the funniest situations. Whatever the case may be, you can send us your Would You Rather questions for Would You Rather Wednesday over at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. You can write in, send in a voice memo. You can give us a call and play your Would You Rather situations. That way, by calling 813-444-5841. Or, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter, at LockedOnBucks, at JRGO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. 
we thank you so much for joining us right here at Lost.